Benji here to guide you through another moment of mystery. That's catchy, I think. Teresa shut it down when I put it in the group chat, but I like it. And Lane liked it. Nobody else did, but only Teresa shut it down. But I like it. It's alliterative, and it's catchy. See, you got to sell shit with a title. Like, a title is a mini thesis, right? Your mission statement in a... I'd argue seven words or less, because after that, you're getting too niche. Like, you're some kind of whiny sellout pop-punk band, or a tortured academic who can't come up with any substance for their dissertation, so instead they're writing their entire life story on the title page after a colon, or somewhere on the spectrum between the two. And there is a spectrum, I think, and it does not include every single type of person. I think in the middle we have white PTA moms, and also maybe me back in high school. So, moments of mystery. Now, listeners, I'm a self-proclaimed expert on weird shit. And I maybe legally have to say self-proclaimed because I have had some people email into my podcast that are pissed off about my lack of certification in the field. Because apparently, these days, we don't trust non-degree-granted expertise. (laughs) Trust me, I'm working on it, though. I am super working on it. Not sure if the university offers a cryptozoology slash paranormal investigations program, but hey... If they need a guy to start one, they know my name, and my number, and my email, and my address, because I'm an alum, and also because I've emailed, called, and mailed them about this many times. I think the dean blocked my number, which I might put on my resume, frankly, because the dean's a dick. And if he blocked me, I think I should consider that an honor. So, anyway, as a self-proclaimed expert, I got this whole thing down. I can, and I will. Weird mists? Absolutely. Moon-related prophecies? I got you. Specters and apparitions and what have you? Hell yeah. If there's something strange, well, you get the gist. Call me. I got you. Moments of goddamn mystery. It's a good title. Now, though, let's, let's get to the point. What you've all been waiting for. That's right, everybody. It's time for updates on the weird shit. We'll get to theories later, I just want to get all the facts out there first. First off, Benji Life Update. Which is to say, uh, Danny and I are over now, unfortunately. It was mutual. So, I guess, no tape clearance for Danny anymore. Sorry for those who made their tapes before me, who may have made their statements with Danny's clearance in mind. It's done. That part of my life is behind me. It was fun while it lasted, but hey, all good things come to an end, right? Time Loop Update. I refuse to call it Groundhog Daying like the others keep using in the group chat because fuck Bill Murray. But regardless, time loop update. No new time loops. But yes, new explanation as to what happened in the original timeline versus the real timeline. I'm not going to get into semantics here, but we are going to call the day that got redone Timeline Prime. Like, the first time we did that day is Timeline Prime. The Prime Line? Who knows? And the second one is our unfortunate reality. So... Anyway, in the prime line, I opened up the shop, and in our unfortunate reality, Teresa did, which made her miss her classes and made me sleep through my alarm to drive out to Ainsley and pick out the merch deliveries, and in the process, I went on this whole little fetch quest. Stickle. 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 So, anyway, well... Basically, I should maybe fire myself, but considering that it's my store and I like to use the label local business owner to introduce myself to people, I won't. Ah, shit. 
Looks like my audio, my audio got rough there. Oh, I'll, I'll check it back later. Sorry, listeners. Speaking of the store, though, we have a new customer, which that's not rare necessarily, but we're pretty reliant on a regular. New people are always college students, right? But this person, he's like 50, completely unremarkable. He keeps coming in, staring at the wall, and then leaving. One time he took out one of the complimentary temp tattoos we give kids, so I guess he has kids? But he never says hi, never engages, he just, he stares. And I'm not here to judge, but a uh, time loop shut aside, I run a pretty tight ship. And uh, I like to think of myself as somebody who knows everybody. Because, for the most part, I do. So, like, it's weird, right? Like, he doesn't do anything. And again, like, like I don't want to judge, but the thing is, I can't remember a thing about this dude's face. Like, he's so, so boring. White dude, uh, uh, average, like, pretty average height, no discernible features, and... And uh, he spoke to me once, and his voice sounded like it went through a dozen filters. And he said, uh, oh, shit. What did he say? Uh, he said, uh, huh. Well, that's noteworthy. Anyway, his uh, weird voice and his, uh, his blandness, it's a good segue into my personal favor of the segments I've outlined. Which is to say, uh, it's alien time. Need to catch your name, but, uh, oh well, that's for later. It'll come to me. Extraterrestrial corner? Spaceman zone? So, here's what we got, Reeb calling the alien theory, and look, I know some of you are getting sick of it, I know, but listen, Teresa keeps getting messages from her shadow self or whatever about the moon, which is in space, and, uh, hey, where are aliens from? That's right, it's space. Yeah, sure, I sound batshit, but which, fine, whatever, cool, great, but still, and then there are these, like, creepy-ass people with entirely unremarkable faces, which, again, not judging, I promise. But the fact that I can't remember anything that my guy said, even though I can remember his, like, cadence, or that's creepy. That's paranormal. And that his voice was all layered? That's mega creepy. See you invader. As a title for this segment, that has some level of cleverness to it, I think. Maybe? Vote now on your phones, please. I, actually, no, no. I, I'm sticking with it. I like it. And then the school board that threw Shara out of her speech thing, those were those were also kind of weird. And they seem similar to my experience. But that she's seen them before? But that she's seen them before, that's where it really gets me. Because you'd think that what with all the, uh, with the with the purple flashing sky and all, that, uh, that said the aliens would have only showed up on New Year's. But see, that takes me to the idea that it's been more of a slow burn and that the Cordiali bird is like scouts or something. That the big guys, which is to say Teresa's weird apparition lady, my new customers, those are the big bads. So what does that mean about structure? Well, well I'm glad you asked. See, this is part Coincidence. 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 So, in conclusion, second moon, maybe. Aliens, definitely. And ghosts, very much so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, next point, which is a question rather than a point. Why us? Why the seven of us? Look, I get it. Seven is a very literary number. If I were ghost aliens, which I'm not, I would definitely go around with three or seven, maybe 13 people to fuck with. But are they fucking with us? Or is there meaning behind it all? So, uh, uh we, we all kind of knew each other, I guess. I was Facebook friends with Elaine, just cuz. 
as Robin's honorary alive dad, I will be walking her down the aisle at their wedding, needing only two connections to an only total, but everyone else at least sort of knew everybody else. And maybe it was the fireworks, because Simon's told me to stay out of his truck near the barbershop, and told me to stay quiet about them, though also they were probably illegal, so you get it. I know there are easier ways to get fireworks, but his are always so fucking cool, and I wanted to feel proud in my pyrotechnic skills, but hey, win some, lose some, right? Right? Or no. I, I guess. But it can't be. In a situation this weird, it can't be completely random that it was the seven of us, you know? There's gotta be the big prophecy or uh, the secret powers or one of those things. The force that drew us all to that party at 3 a.m. after everyone was already gone. The force that's drawing us together. There's gotta be something that brings us all together that adds some kind of coherency. Like, like I know I shouldn't expect storylines from life that, that, I'm, that I'm not the main character in some story, that there aren't cliffhangers or plot twists in this reality, but this reality feels like a comic book right now. So yes, I am waiting for Galactus to show up or something, for some goddamn continuity, for something to click into place. And that's shitty of me, because nothing else has ever worked out like that, so uh, why should real-life aliens come out like that? That's pretty presumptuous of me. But look, listen. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a Mulder, or a Dale Cooper, or a Ripley, or any given Rick Moranis character, and now, now I'm none of those. But this sort of thing, it gives me a chance, you know? It's, these are my monsters of the week. This is my search for the sister. This is me living out what was never written for me, you know? It's, 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 I'm in this goddamn narrative, and even if this isn't a narrative, I'm gonna make it one. Because why not? I, I, I'm working on self-love every day, like Doc Claremont said. She's my therapist. You know, gotta get those life skills in place, constantly improving, letting myself be myself. Hell yeah. So, here's the plot so far, then. Seven outcasts, well, we're all pretty outcasts, I'd argue, stand alone on a beach, and then BAM! Flash of light. And BAM! The world is dying. And BAM! Darkness. Lost style. I zoom in, right? And then Michael Bay telephoto spin, and then we're back on the beach. And then we get a coherent plot about time loops and nothing else because it is 2018 and there are interwoven character webs and interesting enough flashbacks and, and, and it makes sense and it's well written and it's well drawn and it has a really good cult fan base that, you know, you, know, you, get, you get the gist. Look, all I'm saying is that this doesn't feel like it's real so why don't we have fun with it? We're seeing things that as far as I know, no one else has seen before. We're on the verge of something big and I don't just feel it. I, I know it. In every corner of my mind, I'm sure of it. This is so important. This this is the most important thing I've done. And I've done a lot of important things. At least a few of them. I, I'm, I'm fairly accomplished. I can, uh, in truly classic Sorkin style, list my credentials, like, uh, graduated top of my class from... The Moon. 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 I also ran a 5K without ever walking, and also without without that much training, which which is an accomplishment from a me perspective. And I got my scuba license last week based on a gut decision. I'm accomplished as hell. Seriously though, what's going on with my audio? It's like it's like not even like weird feedback shit. It's just like a weird test screen where there should be like a solid two minutes of audio. Maybe I should get better software. I heard that this like freeware one wasn't reliable, but I didn't see this in any reviews or FAQs or whatever. I
quick troubleshooting search, that's not a thing. That's genuinely not a thing that anyone's reported before. I screenshotted, but uh, the screenshot won't load. So uh, I'm going to check this out. So signing off, signing off. Uh, I need to sign off. Uh, I hope to share another moment with you soon. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a shitty title. Okay, until next time. Hi, guys. Be Highland here. I write this dang thing. Thank you for listening to episode three of Violet Beach. Episode three, holy shit, what have you. Um, thank you so much to Ajay Pandey, who voiced Benji. Um, he's the best. He's everywhere. He's everyone. He was really involved in the process in a really good, like, productive way. Also, quick side note, um, sorry about the audio quality of this message and also for the audio quality of my voice. I have fallen ill and uh, in a non-related area. I do not have access to my mic when I'm recording this right now, but I want to get this episode out there. So, you know, hey, can you blame me? Um, thank you so much again for listening. I really rely on you, the listener, for um, listening and for encouraging me and supporting me through this like horrifying process of sharing something I made with the world. So yeah, you guys are the best. Um, you would somehow be even more the best if you would check out the show on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter and Tumblr at Violet Beach Pod. That's Violet Beach Pod, P-O-D. Um, and on the Tumblr, there are links where you can donate to the show so that we can maybe make a, a better show. And so maybe I won't have to record these little messages for y'all um, without a mic, you know? So yeah, just um, leave a review on iTunes, tell your friends, tweet about the show with the hashtag Violet Beach. You know, just be cool, I guess. Uh, continue standing in your in your truths and loving yourselves and what have you. And if you're not doing those, please try. I, I believe in you. Um, so thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Bye.